Alright everyone and welcome back to what happened to us with Nate, Sam, and Hugh. It's just Nate and Hugh still for a little bit longer. Alright, this week we dive into some different things. We do some nostalgia down pub crawls and randomness of how we used to get drunk and sick. We've all been there. We've all done that. We do some Twitter edit, dive in some social media norms or lack of norms. But enough of this. Here we go. I know. It was a asshole move of me to blame you for the uh, fact the wire was knocked out from the last recording. So. Oh, is that when the uh, cat jumped on your nuts? No. Well, one of the several times that that peanut decided to uh, interrupt me. Leaving me with a nice scar from the last interview, so that's that's always good. And and something broken in the kitchen, as I recall. Uh, no, it wasn't. It was in the kitchen. It was in the bedroom. It was a. I had a. Ah. I had a glass on the bedside table that he had knocked down that he did not electrocute himself on. So the cat is is fine and uh, doing just well. So there is. That. Oh, that's good. I'm glad to hear. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Glad to hear that. Yeah, of course, of course. How you been, man? Oh, oh fantastic. You know, top of the world, top just of living life. Yeah. So you're back, it's back what into a, what the. A, what a what a time to be alive. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, I mean, it's probably the only time left to be alive. With things the way they're going. Hey. We're gonna be like the, uh, the you the, know the end. Beginning of the end, kind of thing. Um. Okay. True. Maybe. What you know, you gotta live life like what's that saying that you're ne to you'll never be younger than you are right now right oh shoot i can't remember yeah i can't remember the saying it doesn't matter i was gonna go with you live your life a quarter mile at a time but you know that's just me well i do i've all i've always done that but that's pretty reckless to be honest oh. that didn't that didn't always well they were they were kind of invincible in the fast movies but well, it's, they it's became invincible i mean their characters die and they come back to life but jesse won't make it back i know rest in peace you know I saw he he was on a video recently, like a, a video that like went viral. A um, uh, friend of the show and uh, fast aficionado, uh, Kevin, sent it to me. I think, or maybe it's Lisa. But anyway, it was a, the the actor who played Jesse was like at some sort of outdoor street race type of deal that looked, you know, what I can't remember the name of that race that they did in the first one, the one where Jesse lost. It was called like the something in the desert. Something, yeah, so, whatever it was, doesn't matter. He was at something like that, and somebody pulled up in a car that was like a Paul Walker tribute car, right? Uh, and, and Jesse was posing with it. Eh. Nice, it was nice to see him. You know, you know, who is the actor that? It's a shame. Because he was in some who stuff. Played like who played Jesse? Yeah, yeah, he was in a few. Th he was in a few things. He's 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 aged, but then again, they kind of all. I mean, happened. Yeah, I mean, we've aged. Vin Diesel. Oh, we've aged considerably. Vin Diesel hasn't aged much at all. I don't know. If you go look at some of his old Conan interviews where he had his brother come on, he, like he looked, he looked young. Like it was very humorous that, um, uh, and I, I only say this because I was just about to make the comment joke that black don't crack, but nobody's really entirely sure what Vin Diesel's ethnicity is. But it was very funny recently when um, Black Twitter learned that he's he has one black parent because they honestly black like it feels like all of Black Twitter had no idea because he always plays like Latino characters, right? So they're like, wait, what? He's what? Well, because he is he is very ethnically ambiguous. That is very very true. There are there are a few people, few actors like that. Uh, the the kids. Well, you well, you could say that. I mean, you you could say that about the Rock if you didn't know his family's background. Samoan and. Yeah, like Africa. if you, if his family weren't famous and he never said what ethnicity was. Oh, you would have he no could idea. Pass, he could yeah he could pass for a number of different things, but we know that he's Samoan, and black and Samoan. Right. Um. But yeah, Vin Diesel. That would be surprising. Who who else are you gonna say? Oh, I was trying to th like, like, Fatty Newton this would is, get could get away with a little bit, but this is um, nah, this, this yeah, is this is a odd good start place to, to start. Game. Two two white guys talking about um, ethnic and ambiguity is a good place to start. This isn't like a third rail that we might step on. Oh, we de we definitely uh, stepped on it, but at least we're aware uh, that we're stepping on it. That's true. If you're self if you're self aware, um, so if 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 that applies to Fatty <laughs> Newton, it also applies to Zoe Saldana, who who I always thought just looked like a younger version of. Fanny Newton. Yeah. 
kind of in the same kind of in the same way that um Leah Michelle from Glee looks pretty much exactly like Adina Menzel, just a younger version. Oh which they play they played up in Glee. Adina Menzel played Leah Michelle's mom because right. they were like, Okay, we know we look alike. I mean, I mean to be honest, I'm not sure how much older Thandie Newton is than Zoe Saldana. I just associate her with being older because she's been around longer. I mean crossroads for Zoe. With Brittany. And center stage. And yeah. center stage. Greatest ballet school movie of all time. And I'm like, me looking up their ages is going to be like, yeah, their their age, as we have friends who have their age be a little bit different. Oh, than yeah. Oh, IMDb, IMDb ages are about as accurate as, like, um, height and weight listings for professional athletes. Yeah, they, they mean nothing. Oh, didn't um, she Th- – Thandy changed her name. It didn't change her name. She got, went back to her original span, spelling and enunciation, and I don't know how to say it. How is it spelled now? Uh, it's T-H-A-N-D-I-W-E. W-E? Yes. Yeah, oh, really? I didn't yes. know that. I, I, seen I remember that. this. I remember the story about this because it, it just popped up in my head because um, it was a credit that she was given, and it was spelled with no W. She just kind of went with it made it easier and then recently she said i'm done with this this is my actual name and now i'm like oh i, I, I could see that just you know because the we yeah unless it's pronounced the same way uh it's not um, i don't think that'd be earlier in your career that's a tough one with uh people being like i don't know how to you know to this to this day i'm not entirely sure i'm pronouncing jimon hansu's name right jimon um yeah is it jimon right or Oh my god! And um, and I God, this sounds terrible. Again, we're me only naming um, black actors whose names I can't pronounce. But the the British guy, Chuiatel Ojo Four, the you know oh the dude. He was the like he's in Twelve Years a Slave. He was the bad guy in um, yeah because they're Serenity. Yes, it's, I, I know what you're talking about. Chuio, I think it's pronounced Chuiatel Ojo Four. You, it's you, tough, you crush it's it in one. comparison to what I would probably come up with. I'll, I'll be honest with. Yeah. Because I haven't heard Yeah, this it. is like on, on Levitar when they get Stugats to try to pronounce things. Yes. He still has no idea how to pronounce Giannis's last name, which, to be fair, is a tough one. Antetokounmpo? Antetokounmpo. Or um, the the one that really trips up people now is Tua's last name uh, from the Dolphins. Yeah, Tungo. Tua Tiabolo. Yeah, yeah. See, I'm just going to butcher it. Yeah. Tiabaloga? Tiabaloga, I think? No. It's not. It's not what everyone enunciated it as. I know it's like a tongue part to it. Tongue, tongue yeah. of viola. Well, it gets it gets confusing because I I I again God I feel just no, going down right. this road. Just... He is of Samoan descent. I'm not sure specifically whereabouts. I believe his family's from Hawaii, but I'm not sure exactly the background. I think it's some. I don't know if it's native Hawaiian or Samoan, but um, it was explained on Levitard. Um, that it does have that wherever the, the the language of origin of his name makes sounds that nece- the letters don't necessarily fit with the sound. I don't know any place else in prob- the world like that. Yeah, yeah, it's weird. I, I, do you know any other languages? No, where it just no, doesn't work. No, doesn't ring up. Doesn't ring yeah. a bell. Uh, but, so you so the pronunciation of Tua's last name and the spelling of Tua's last name are not the same. This you know they're yeah. two separate entities. Yes. Uh, I you know I still can't pronounce um, uh, who's the Welsh dude from Fantastic Four. Y- uh, the, the bad Fantastic Four. What's y- that? Yoan. Yoan Griffith. Is that how you pronounce? How do you? Yeah. How is it? How is that spelled? I O A N. It's like. Was oh, that it? Yeah. I thought it was long. Okay, that's Yoan or Yoan. Yoan. Okay. See, you learned something new. I still think I I pronounce um, Reese Ifens. Evans. Evans. I was close. Okay. See. See, it's not, it's white, you know, it's, it's, a, I just can't pronounce names. No, it's, in all defense, it's the alphabet. It's the same thing. It's like the language doesn't have a written language. So it was Latinized and the letters don't fit the sounds. Like they make it, but yeah. like, trust me, I've tried to learn yeah. this thing and it's not the easiest thing in the world. No. Well, they, what did they, which, there's one language that were the written. I I don't think it's the spoken, but the written language is known as like one of the most difficult to learn to, to learn written. I believe it. It might be Japanese. Uh, but Mandarin I, I is believe pretty it, difficult. 
from my understanding. I, I believe it was I believe it was one of the Asian languages because it was mostly characters. But I remember reading that speaking it is not as hard, but the the written language it might have been Korean. Uh, is one of like very the, easy. I've been told. Is it? They might. They might. I think it might be Japanese. Yeah. Um. It's it's just very difficult to learn. But it's, yeah, it sounds like uh, Welsh isn't isn't easy. No, it's not. No. Hell, no, there's no... Hell, Amer- I mean, Americans. Amer- um, people who don't speak English find English to be very difficult. It, well, it, yeah, because there's so many... Because it doesn't it The doesn't nuances follow, of the language. Yeah, it doesn't follow a lot of, quote-unquote, you know, like the, the Romance Latin languages. They all follow so- certain rules, and the English just doesn't. Well, English is just... Like in terms of t- tenses German. and... Uh, so. Yeah, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And people who learn English have all kinds of problems with... Um, is it homonyms? Like there, there, there. Yeah. Three different versions of. Is that a homonym? Yeah, I, I think it is. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like a lot of languages don't have that. No. Which is confusing. Well, let's be honest. Hell, it it, it, it confuses Americans. Like no, how many I dumb mean, Twitter people? There's so people? many. We can just go down Twitter and just be like. There, there, and there gets. Um, but it's the ultimate comeback when somebody tries to bash you on Twitter and they get the there wrong. All you do is do the the uh, uh, hashtag there back to them. And they're like, well, shit. Yeah. Then you have to delete the mark. You know. <laughs> yeah. I, I hate that when you're like, God damn it, I made it, you know, just one of those simple grammatical errors that you just like, I didn't reread it. I just said it without re- going over. But um, I totally understand. P- you know, people have always been like, why does Twitter not have an edit? Oh, I get but why. It, oh, it absolutely makes sense. Because then you people could totally frame their reframe their tweet to like the to the comments. Like if. If I tweeted something and then you tweeted a comment, like if it was something political, then you tweeted a comment to it. I went back and edited my original tweet to the opposite point. It may, it totally changes. You're, you're, you're totally changing the framework of all the replies. But it is annoying that you can't just because I get so annoyed when I, I send a tweet that I'm like, oh, this is pretty good. And then I look at it and there's a typo. And I'm like, God damn it. Because then, then there's the other annoying thing where you delete it, but then it still shows up on people's timelines it just shows up as this you know it this it doesn't has disa- been deleted yeah it doesn't disappear from your timeline but if you click on it it'll say this tweet has been deleted but why doesn't it disappear from your timeline i, I did something with john gruden i tweeted something out being like oh i guess fox has a new analyst instead of analyst and i was like it uh, bothered me so much and i'm like i got to delete yeah. it i got some uh, yeah. it got a couple of likes i'm like i'm sorry people i'm the- just oh, like, that's the worst! Is you you got, you got to catch it before anyone you because yeah, yeah yeah that's the ultimate insult is deleting a tweet that somebody already liked because yeah. then what then you then you tweet it again they're gonna be like I'm not liking this again no I, 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 I didn't you burned me you you burned me once man yeah. I'm not doing this again no and I'm like I'm, I'm I I wouldn't do it I'm just like I can't I that one has to go in the, the graveyard of tweets that I thought was pretty decent I um. Weren't they testing for a bit? I, I thought I read that they were doing like a, I don't know if it was like a beta test, but testing a, a dislike button on Twitter. That'd be great. Um, yeah, I, just... I thought I thought they were doing like a test where they, the it was like a, it kind of in the same way, remember when the 140 characters went to 280 characters? Right. And not everybody was able to do it at first. They were like testing it. So like, Blue I don't even, I think it was could've... just, I don't even think it was like necessarily verified people that got to do it. They were just picking people at random that, that got to do it before everybody else. I thought I read that about the dislike button, but that would be, there's no reason not to have it. No. Like, Cause there are tweets where you're like, I want to comment on it or I want to make well, it. The, you quote, there tweet, was a, I guess I don't know what the hell you do anymore. It's there just was like, a great, um, uh, conversation. I, I got, I've, I've mentioned Levitard four times already yeah, on great. today, their, their show today, where they were discussing the awkwardness of when somebody posts something really sad. Whether, even if it's on Facebook, Twitter, whatever, like talking about like the death of a relative, the death yes. of a pet, and every and they were debating. They're like, "What if you like that? That feels weird, yes. because you're 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 liking." I get the the sentiment is that you're liking it because you're like, "Oh, I'm I, feel you. For I feel you." I'm, it's almost the same as like sending, like you know, like I feel bad, but it like, but it still feels weird being like, "My my father passed away today." Like. Yeah. It just feels weird. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, no. Like, you you saw, like, I posted something about my brother uh, yeah, on yeah, his yeah. birthday. Now, this, yeah. is, this is what I find funny because I do this and I'm like – because I was at my, my mom's place and my dad – helping out with my dad. And, you know, it falls on his birthday. And I'm just like, 
This one just hits it oddly hard. Like, it never really does. It's not one of these things where I'm like, okay, oh, shoot, it was his birthday. Um, yeah. You know, he passed before I was born, for anyone who doesn't know this story. Um, he died of SIDS. He was six months old, a year before I was born. Blah, 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 going into the, the whole thing. Uh, it, it does have an effect on a family, no matter how you look at it. Anyone who sure. lost a child. I'm just laying it out for anyone who's, like... But at the same point in time, it's like... The years go on, everything else is going on, and your parents are getting older, and they're the only ones who really knew him. My sister was an Irish twin to him. Uh, but so I, I post this, and, you know, I'm like, all right. And then my sister's like, she posts the same same thing, and then a few other things. And I'm like, the same people who like it on mine, like it on hers, make comments on her. I'm like, oh, that's... It, it, to me, it's just an interesting in, interaction to it all. You know, like yeah. Well, I, I, what I generally do when somebody posts something that's like heartfelt or sad like that, and you just don't want to hit a like, is I'll just comment with like the heart emoji. Right. I feel like that get that gets the point across. That does. It does really. Because cause you're not saying, ooh, I like you know, it it just doesn't have the same connotation as liking it. But you're getting the point across that yeah. I'm here for you. You know, like I always do the my thoughts are with you. You know. Yeah. That's yeah. that. But I'm. And there's no, I mean, you, you lay yourself you, out, you, you're laying yourself out there in a weird way. I'm like, I, to, yeah, to me, it was just like, it was just a that, moment. And I was like, okay, I'm having this moment. Just going to do this. It's going to make me whatever. do not make me feel any better. Just post No, it. but it's nice for people to acknowledge it. And, yeah. and people, most people don't know how to acknowledge it outside of hitting like. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, I'm sure you weren't insulted by people liking it. It just no. feels weird. No, uh, it just yeah, feels, it feels weird. It feels weird hitting the like. I've done that yeah. where I'm like, and like, you know, Facebook gives you the now caring, hugging heart thing, you know, and I'm like, oh, I, is that new? That's been oh, around yeah. for a little oh, bit. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. When, when you can do that to somebody's comment. Yes. Or you can do right. it to yeah, like yeah. their post. And I'm like, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. That, that makes it helpful. They, that one's helpful because you, you can, you can also do the, the emoji, the emoji with like the tear. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. So that one, that's helpful. Like, I'm like, okay. But I'm like, at the same point in time, it's just, it's Facebook. It's, it's all kinds of. You know, well, they're it's deciphering it's be... that it's even worse for the people who are growing up in this, like, you know, whatever. They know, they, they have the information of how bad it is and how bad it is for people, you know, which to me is almost shocking. Just... Well, it's, it's, it's funny you say it's Facebook, what are you going to do? Because, you know, it's not going to be Facebook much longer. They announced That's right. That they announced their rebranding and going to change the name, which... Oh my God! Imagine just the entire generation of parents out there. Well, I, we can't even say parents anymore because we're, we're, we're we could be parents. So I'm, when I'm saying that I mean I mean our parents, the 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 next generation, the older generation who have enough trouble with computers. Oh, it's bad. A whole, whole rebrand of Facebook is going to be a problem. It, it's a it's a problem. Like remember how much of an issue we had it when they re would rework the the, uh, the system, just like the opening page to be like. Oh yeah. Well, they um the every time they would do a um like a that's not necessarily a remodel. It's a, yeah, that's what was, yeah, that's kind of what I'm talking about. Like just yeah, like a, I mean, a, yeah, I a mean, touch up. A, of but the, like, how would how would you describe that in terms of an app? Because it's not a remodel. It's like a, I guess it's a remodel. It's a remodel. Um, that and it, it was, uh, update re, uh, rebrand. Well, I guess it's whatever. not rebranding. Changing changing the interface. Changing yes, change, the yes. look of it. Um, every time that would happen, it was it was kind of a running joke in our family because Samantha is such good friends with Adam Masseri, who now is the president of Instagram. Right. Um, but he, Samantha, his wife is what was one of my Samantha, one of my Samanthas, one of my sister's best friends. They went to college together. Right. So she's known Adam since for twenty years. Right. right, right. Um, and he used to be the the chief essentially architect of face before instagram really right. existed he was the chief like i guess architect he he was the person who was responsible for those rebranding those those reboots things and so every time it changed for the worse like it was a running joke in our family that i would be like you know text samantha and be like please text adam like just tell him to fuck off for me because you know we we had the ex we had the the exact um pipeline to the man who was res responsible for it and now we do for the man who's responsible for instagram so if you have any instagram issues let me know i'll send it, I, i'll send it up the pipeline i don't really care for instagram i've 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 kind of just been like i'm just doing twitter now and i'm like I'll i yell out into yeah the space. i occasionally i i see stories i don't i don't i can tell you the last time thing i actually posted on like posted on instagram right uh 
but I, now there's reels and I don't necessarily understand reels that are all, like, it's just, it's how just, are they? I don't understand how they're different. See, now I sound like an old man. Yeah, well, I don't understand right. how they're different than these, than the stories. I just don't understand. Well, essentially it's just, um, it's just TikTok for Instagram. Oh, is it? That's all but how's it that is. different? How's that different from a story? Story was basically TikTok for it's, I think it's longer. You can do oh, a longer it? reel. Like, you don't have to do, like, I think a, a story is like 45 seconds maximum. And a, a reel can go for however long you want it to go for. Ah, so. I've noticed that. I, I very rarely if ever go on TikTok because I only follow like five people. But there's one particular account that I, I, I very much enjoy. I highly recommend it. I think it's called like Maddie Rate States. Okay. Um, are you ever on? Are you ever I, on TikTok? I, I got a new laptop that has TikTok in it, so I have I have signed oh. up under the huge. I Lewis. highly recommend. Um, if she, um, okay, wait. Uh, she, I'm just looking at my people that I follow. Um, I highly recommend her. Um, it's oh. Maddie rates dates. Rates dates. Yeah. Uh, well, it started as she changed it. It was Maddie rates states. She's a um, she's like this girl a woman that lives in ohio like in her 20s and she was a geography major in college but international geography and so her running the the joke bit of the tiktok is that she's not that familiar with u.s states even though she's american right so she goes through and does i think she's already hit all 50 states which is why she's she's pivoted to now it's ratty maddie rates dates but her old her old tiktoks about how she was rating each state like and and going and basically acting like she didn't know anything about the state and then would do these TikToks. And so the TikToks were various lengths. Like, I was never quite sure, like, if, what the time limit of a TikTok is. Because some of them seem like they're a minute long. Some of them seem like they were a lot shorter. I don't know how I don't know how long you can go. I think that depends on the youth. Like, there's a whole thing about in the world of TikTok. If you do something over 45 seconds, it's a waste of time. It's time to move on. You know? That makes sense. That Well, the attention span. But I don't even know how long you're physically allowed to go I, like i don't know what the time limit well, is well i guess we'll do have to try a tiktok at some point and see if we can do that and just be like well, i think we should just become the statler and waldorf of tiktok and just make fun of people i liked it i like it i got so furious there was recently somebody who should have known better because it was somebody i really liked i think it was on a, some podcast where they just referred to statler and waldorf as the two old muppets in the balcony, like they didn't know them by name, and it was insult. And they were there was somebody of our of our oh. era, not not like a. I I could forgive a, a not a what are the millennial what are the people that are lower zennials, zennials that was G- the or Gen Zs before. Gen Zers or whatever. But Gen yeah Gen Z zennials, I could forgive them because the Muppets kind of, I mean you know they've tried to bring up you know reboot them a few few times the. Uh, the I mean, the Seagull movie I thought was great. Yeah. Like, I don't know why that didn't get quite the love it should have. I The, the other one, the Tina Fey one that came after it was pretty bad. Well, that's what was it called, like, Muppets, Muppets Most Wanted or something? Yeah. Uh, it, and then the ABC brought the series back that was, like, a you know, a few years ago. It was, like, a primetime series of the Muppets. Like the Office that version was a, of the Muppets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was hysterical, but it didn't it didn't take. But I could forgive the Zennials not knowing Sattler and Waldorf. But this person, I, I wish I could remember who it was. It was somebody that my immediate thought is they should know better. They should know Sattler and Waldorf. I mean, they're, they're two of the best Muppets ever. They're, this, they're, they're, they're the original trolls of our childhood. Yeah, yeah. It was, the, it was, our, it was our one Halloween costume that never was. No, it's like we, 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 could have, we could have totally built a plat, a sort of, you know, a makeshift platform on top of at the den in the corner and it would have worked it would have but uh we got you know, we were just that lazy that time is that 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 ship has sailed oh, that time has passed yeah that's who knows if one. who knows if halloween out at, at bars will ever exist again i think it'll be just fine seeing how it is here over the weekends like just walking yeah. around it is jam-packed with human beings like it used to be everything's more expensive um I mean, beer prices now are like for cheap beer, seven dollars. Like, well, that was always the the the. I never noticed it, and I and we were we were spoiled in that sense because we didn't. Well, yeah, we didn't yeah, pay yeah. a lot. We, of, we, we didn't pay a lot, lot of the debt. Uh, like even well when, when we were charged, I don't think I tipped. Yeah, well when we were charged. When we were charged. Oh, see that that was my thing is that I tipped. We were charged like sometimes every other drink, sometimes never, 
never. Um, uh, I so my if you were if if you were to calculate my tips over the years of the dead, they would routinely be in like the five thousand percent range because I was tipping on what it should have been had I been paying for things. Yeah, um, I, think I would always tip one hundred percent at least. But. but that that was the knock um, from from friends who I brought to the den from whether they're from out of town or just usually from out of town because most of my most of the in town friends went there pretty regularly. But the ones who went there for like the first time, they that was their first comment was like, "This place is expensive, like just beer." Because I I don't know what I I honestly you you could tell me a seven dollar beer is a lot is a little I don't I don't it order is. beer. So I don't, yeah. it seems like a lot, at least for, for a domestic. Cause that seems like some, that seems like the price of something at the stadium. Although now I guess stadiums are even more now. Um, like, but was, like a, when it first draft, started, it was like four bucks, three bucks for a beer, like, a, which is fine. That's actually reasonable, but $7, $8. Well, if, it's, if we're much. talking like a Coors Light on yeah. draft, yep. four bucks seems fine. But I, I don't think $7 for like an imported something on, on oh, draft. I don't, fine. that doesn't sound terrible. Imported, but no, but like a domestic shit beer yeah it's pricey but that's cities like if anyone's coming from st louis to la oh they're like what st the f- louis you know it's like oh. what two dollars for a beer maybe maybe oh yeah uh well it's been a while since i've been to a bar so i hard hard to say but i in my early days like when i first started drinking uh in st louis like when i come home over, over the summers or yeah you know and that was back in my beer or when i come home for the holidays back when i did drink beer uh and there's only there's only one beer, two beers that you can have in St. Louis, um, Bud or Bud Light, or as most a lot of people refer to it, Bud Heavy. Right. Um, but well, no, that's not true because there are there are other craft. There are actually some very well known craft brews that are from St. Louis, like Schlafly, and ones like that. But you can't don't don't go to a St. Louis bar. Just to, if if anybody's trying, planning on visiting St. Louis anytime soon, which I don't know why you would, um, don't order a Coors Light or a Miller Light. Don't do that. No, but you're right. It was yeah, a bottle. I could get like four bottles of Bud Light, like picking up a round for us for like a group. Four bottles of Bud Light's like six bucks, something yeah. like that. Yeah. So now I don't know if it's still that way. No, but, that's but it, what it was. like obviously nothing. Like it used to be. Uh, I used to go to this place called Tom's English Cottage in Southie, and it was like two dollars for a Miller High Life, maybe like in like six dollars for a pitcher of it. It was nothing. It was just like oh okay, you know, the days of ordering pitchers. You know, oof! I mean, those might not ever come back. It's um, it's all weird. I was I I may have mentioned this probably did. Uh, I was tra- I've been traumatized about pitchers forever since um, St. Patrick's Day. I want to say like oh, no, oh eight or oh nine somewhere around there, maybe oh seven. Okay. Uh, at the former, uh, now it's parlor. I don't even know if it's still parlor to be honest with you. Um, on on Melrose. Oh yes, yes, um, yes, yes. I don't know if that's still parlor, but it used to be El, El Guapo. Oh, uh, named after the the villain of one of my favorite movies, um, Three Amigos. Um, they for some reason we did St. Patrick's Day there, which is weird. Going to a Mexican um, why not cantina for you know what? Mix it up. You go to an go, Irish you know, bar for go to an Irish pub for Cinco de Mayo. Mayo. Mix it up. So hey, but yeah, so we were and uh, a girl that we were with was um, basically drank an entire pitcher herself of the green beer because obviously, yeah, and she hadn't eaten, so she got really sick at the table, threw the beer up back into the pitcher, and but because she had nothing else in her stomach, it came back out exactly the same. So basically. The pitcher of green beer sitting on the table was vomited green beer, but it looked exactly the same because nothing else came up with it. And all we could do was put like a napkin over it. And like, we didn't really know what to do because I I felt terrible telling somebody like a server being like, this is vomit. I don't know what to do with this. You go to the bathroom Um, and pour it out of the sink. Yeah. Yeah. I think she, as I recall, she did. But again, that was traumatizing for pitchers. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But no, but back in my beer days, I yeah, you go to like the Barney's or something, get a pitcher because it just was more economical. Yeah. But uh, we've all had like those moments of public shame. I don't. Yeah, I've been there. Well, the only I I the only bar I've ever been kicked out of in my life. I got kicked out because I threw up in a urinal. Yeah. That's uh, funny. and it was and it was all because of this damn dr- Sharkies. Sharkies was the end of me. Uh. 
uh, it was one of those, it was on the beach in Hermosa and it's one of those places that was like super cheesy beach bar. Like it was Sharky's, but it was spelled S A S H A R K E E Z like Sharky's. Right. And one of the, their specialties was this drink called the shark attack where basically it was like a, like a sand pit, like a, one of those pails that you put sand in like kids do. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the sand pail. I don't know what those are called. You know, like Sand a bucket. bucket, yeah, yeah. Uh, but like a smaller bucket, but right. still a bucket. Like, um, and basically, it was full of just all kinds of booze. And then they had, um, they would put like plastic sharks in it. They were just floating on top. Right. And it had like four straws because it was meant for more than one person. And it had so much alcohol in it that to get it to order one at the bar, you had to provide two IDs because the bartender wanted proof that. Two, two people, people were drinking in it. theory, were drinking it. Of course, we didn't do that. No. And of course, I I drank two of them on, on my own. Oh. And I threw up in I threw up in a urinal. Yeah. Then then threw up on the pier. Yeah. Um, that was a bad. Yeah. yeah. And it was again, it all came out that it was red. So you know how many artificial things were in it because the drink was red. Yeah. Um, but you know, given given our years and years of drinking, for that to be the only time I've been kicked out, that's that's yeah, that's I know. Something. That's pretty impressive. I, we yeah. used to do scorpion bull races. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Those, yeah. Um, I always associate those with Benihana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, like, because we go to this place called Hong Kong's in Faneuil Hall area. And we would do, oh, what, what was it? What was the holiday called? It was always this weird holiday. Um, damn it, damn it. Why am I, I have a t shirt. They have t shirts. We. I had t shirts of this. Jolliday. Jolliday. It, it fell on the the second to last well, the second to last Thursday uh, weekend. Whatever. It starts on a Thursday. goes all weekend. And we'd go out drinking all. Like, there was like a series of events that you would have to do, including the pub crawl. And Oof. they brought it out okay. here to L.A. because a few of us from this crew came out here. I did one of them in Pasadena. I was like, okay, I cannot do this anymore. But... It was a fun pub made crawl. up holiday. Like you guys, you like this crew in LA that we we would drink with for years would would have embraced this holiday very much. So, so. I I'm, I mean now it gives me yeah it just sends shivers up my spine. But now, um, but there's a time when I, oh man the pub crawl that is a that is a young man's game. Yeah. The uh, um. Yeah, you have to pay, the pacing. The pacing of uh, people never get that right at a pub crawl. No, they always fl- flame out too early. It's like running a marathon. You yeah you you have to like oh it's I never got to play it, and I the, the way that I just said that sounds really bad. But uh, pub golf, where That's you had to go. That? It's a pub crawl, but you play like a version of golf where it's like you have a team of however many, and like whoever does it, like you do a shot, you lose like. You know, oh, that's kind of cool. It's I I enjoyed you know I mean a pub crawl are fun no matter what but like ones that have like some sort of not athletic but competition like that one we did where you had to do like different stunts oh, and like things it, it, stunts it, like their scavenger hunt and see it was like a scavenger hunt slash weird competition kind of had like an amazing race kind of or this reality show kind of feel where every bar you went to you had to like. The you you had to do a, a body shot off of your roommate Kimmy. Oh, she um, actually did a body shot off me. That's it. Oh no no, no I did right. one off her. No no no, that's her. Yeah, you're I right. thought I'd, I'd both. I think it was both because I believe I have photos of both. Probably. Um, then I also have a photo of I don't recall what on earth the the was required, like what the little competition game was. But you and her were sharing a sweater. Like oh, literally, shirt. we had to wear. Yeah, to literally, both, of, both together. of your heads were coming out of one shirt, which yeah. I'm sure was not good for stretching that shirt out. Oh, it was fine. It was um, already, It was pretty large yeah. to begin with. So I'm not really sure. Yeah, so that was a fun one. Like there was something uh, about handstand yeah. and drinking. Uh, oh, there was the handstand one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, good old Jared but, and, helped out and, on and that those, one. And those were, as I recall. Those were not. That wasn't a, your typical pub crawl. In that all the places were close. Like, wasn't there some sort of transportation? Yeah, there was a bus. There because a bus the see that you, you a good pub crawl. You you can't have transportation because you can't have that much time in between bars. You need bars that are next to each other. Yes, but there's not many places in LA where that works. Well, that's why the ultimate pub crawl spot in all of Los Angeles is Main Street Santa Monica. This is very Main true. Street slash. Santa Monica slash Venice. It's in between where it's literally like five blocks of bars. 
you could probably there, there's some spots on like Hollywood Boulevard, like over by Hollywood and Highland, where you could pull off. There's enough that you yeah. can pull off a crawl. Um, Pasadena, uh, Colorado Avenue in Pasadena has a good stretch. Yeah, That's you know there there are places, but yeah, for the most part, this one was I want to say poorly planned, but the places were if you need a shuttle between stops on a bar crawl, you're doing too much work. Well, I mean, it was O'Reilly's state i don't even think state existed at that point no i don't think state it was um it was what it was o'reilly's it was whatever parlor um parlor but whatever the um the iteration of fatty's uh open air open air uh, whatever it was brick and and mortar maybe at that time brick and mortar whatever the now it's is it still the tennis theme place oh yeah i haven't Um, been down that way that place has gone that place has been like eight eight different things but that was one of the stops that's where you did the I believe that's oh yeah Belmont yeah um oh it's just it's yeah here we are rehashing it's, yeah it's the making days it's making old. my stomach and I I it's I've already had like a, a nostalgia on stomach queasiness already today because um uh I actually tweeted about it I had I bought a sand hand sand sanitizer um hand sanitizer that for some reason has a weird citrus scent. But oh. that, but the citrus scent is as soon as I put it used it yesterday, it smells like Cuervo, oh. cheap tequila, like you know that smell that yep. just burns your nostrils. Not good tequila, cheap tequila. Yeah. And as soon as I put it on my hand, it just took me right back to two thousand one Cabo Spring Break. You're like no thanks. Where, you know, oh my god, where you're just doing shots of bad tequila out of plastic cups. Oh. I, it was I not the kind of nostalgia, not a, the nostalgia you want. I didn't drink tequila for decade, maybe I would say. Like I had that one bad experience in my youth where I'm like, I'm never having that again, and it wasn't until I started drinking good tequila, and that's. Uh, yeah. Oh, that I don't know if there is. Well, that's not true, actually. Um, I was gonna say I don't know if there's any of any single liquor that there's a more noticeable difference between good and bad stuff, but that's not true. Bad whiskey's pretty bad, and bad vodka. Well, the thing about vodka is most people don't drink vodka straight. But how many people do you know that do vodka shots? Not really. Uh, um, you mix vodka. You mix vodka with other things. And and honestly, as long as you're mixing it, the cheapest vodka in the world doesn't make a big difference. Right. If you gave me a kettle soda or a pop off and soda, maybe you can tell the difference. Y- yeah, but you know, after one, you probably don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, whiskey's a little different because whiskey you tend to drink on its own. So there's a big difference. Like if anybody uh, scotch anyway, I prefer Johnny Black scotch. Right. But Johnny Bl- Johnny Blue scotch is the high end. Uh, that's what Jerry Jones drinks. Right. That thing tastes that thing tastes amazing. And then Johnny Red is the lowest end. That is so bad you have to use a mixer. You cannot drink it straight. But tequila, oh my god, the difference between cheap tequila and good tequila. Oh yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. 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 No. No. Tequila Azul drink is my play. favorite. Casa Azul. Which one? Casa Azul. It's the the white one that has like the bell on top. You know. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That I yeah that. Usually, the more ornate the bottle it is, the uh, the 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 better you know. It's higher quality. Yeah. Not really. Sometimes no. not really. Sometimes it's kitschy. Which was the the Dan Aykroyd liquor that was in the skull? Was that tequila? Or it was, was that tequila, vodka? I believe so. It okay. Was, yeah. Uh, what is it? Something it was cool skull... looking. What, was it vodka? I don't remember. I just remember that the bottle was a skull and it was pretty cool. It, skull liquor bottle. It is, you know. Dan Aykroyd, Dan Aykroyd owned it. I remember that. It's vodka. Crystal had vodka. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing how it's become. Uh, I mean, liquor is always a lucrative business, obviously. But it feels like more recently the celebrity owned liquors have become. It's very in vogue right now. I think Dan Aykroyd um, was probably one of the first faces of this kind of movement might be because you know wines were always a thing celebrities were always on t- on board with like wine labels and the and owning vineyards and things but this celebrities owning you know like with what it's you got ryan reynolds with his aviation uh which gin. i think he sold now did he yeah the um um clooney and randy gerber with casamigos right. which they sold for like 500 million dollars yeah. Um, Diddy was early on with that. He didn't have his own brand per se, because I don't think he owned it. He was just the face of. Maybe he he did an ownership in Ciroc, right? Like he was that was he was pretty early on, and like a guy who was the face of a 
you know, not just doing commercials. He had a stake in it, but like you always associated him with Ciroc. Right. Ky- um, oh God. Uh, Kendall, Kendall Jenner now has her own. Um, oh, she does. Uh, yeah. I think it's called 818. Cause it's like a nod to the Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, I think it's called 818 tequila. Um, I know the rock yeah, has his tequila. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a thing, but it's, you know, the rock also has an energy. The rock is like just a printing mich- money now. Like he's a, he's like a, he's basically just a walking billboard. Good for him. Um, you know sense. it works. I mean, no. The, the amazing thing about him is, I I rarely hear he's not like oversaturated. People aren't just like, oh, I wish the Rock would go away, which is good. Because he's, I don't. I mean, lovable. I'm sure people. He does seem lovable. I'm sure there are people that are like, okay, enough of the Rock. But yes, you know. I mean, I don't. I just don't know who uh, who they are. Like, uh, just like uh, celebrity booze brands. Here we go. Uh, of course, uh, how, how can we forget about Jay-Z having his? What's Jay-Z's? I'm trying to find it, but there's just a photo of him. Oh. Uh, a lot of tequila, looks like, right now. Tequila's, the, tequila's I think, the, the very in, like, that's that's the, that, that's why, uh, in gin, I mean, there's, uh, Ryan Reynolds isn't the only one that has a gin. Oh, um, here we go. Sweetened Cove bourbon is... Uh, the celebrity sponsors or the people are Peyton Manning and Andy Roddick. You know? That's a weird duo. Uh, Singani 63 is Steven Soderbergh. Is that a... I think is, that is, that is also... a... Uh, what's, what's the... Uh... Oh, I fell in love with... Oh, God. It's a... I think it's tequila. It's tequila. <laughs> Total non sequitur. Not really non sequitur because you mentioned his name, but Steven Steven Soderbergh is is one of those real sneaky. Still has a very very good career going, but you never hear his name anymore. Huh. Like, I mean, you hear his name, but it, it used to be like this is a Steven Soderbergh movie coming out, kind of the way you think about Fincher or other right. directors. Now it's like sneaky. You see something out, and you're like, ah, oh, that's a Steven Soderbergh thing. Cool. Like, his, I don't know what where, why his name recognition completely went away. Because he was huge for a while. That's anyway, go on. Okay. Sorry. That was, Michael that Jordan was a has the tequila. Matthew McConaughey that's, that's, has that's Wild Turkey Long Branch Bourbon. Like, oh, God. McConaughey owning an alcohol. That's that's the least surprising thing ever. I just like how they, um, they have the rating is taste, star power, and shamelessness. Like I how, imagine the star power and shamelessness are usually kind of it go hand in hand. I mean, uh, for the... The bourbon, Matthew McConaughey, they give it a taste of eight, a star power of nine, and a shamelessness of three. So he doesn't, oh. like, hawk it all the time. I think that's... Oh, I see. Okay, that's what you mean by shamelessness. Ryan Reynolds, I, I mean, I, does, does is aviation on there? Because I'd be curious, because Ryan Reynolds yes. is pretty shameless, but in such a... You know, he's his his entire brand and humor, that his shamelessness is what makes it okay, funny. Here like, we... the, the fact that he's always hawking aviation gin is what makes it funny. Okay, the aviation... Gin rating is a taste of seven, a star power of nine, and a shamelessness of one. And this one. is Esquire.com, by the way. This is where I'm getting this. One? Yes. No. That's, that's uh, okay. Shamelessness. It's well, like... Okay, well, first off, what is the rating system? Because I don't know how you get much more star power than McConaughey or Ron Reynolds. What does it take to get 10? Is uh, Jordan a 10? Jordan's got to be a 10. Oh, let me see. Like Pey- Manning and Roddick are a nine. Soderbergh is a four. Right, okay. Okay. Is a, Soderbergh's a what? Four. Four? Okay, there you go. That's it. If this had come out in 2001, Soderbergh would have been like an eight. Okay. But how is Andy Roddick a nine? I think it's Peyton Manning more than it is Andy Roddick. Okay, they're, they're, you're, you're bunching oh, together. Oh, we got a ten. I mean, we have a ten. Dwayne Johnson is a ten. Of course he is. Yeah. Of course he is. Okay. That's some bold. Michael, four, Jor- Michael Jordan is also for- a ten. Yes, Jordan absolutely should be a ten. All right, let's see. I, I I was I was wondering if it was one of those things, you know, kind of like the Madden ratings, how no no player can be rated a hundred Madden, so so all the best players are only ninety nines. Yeah, I thought maybe that's where we were going with this, where there are no tens. I do like the the Santofino, Sammy Hagar, and Guy Fieri. Um, their rum or tequila. They also have a tequila. But... Well, the, Sammy Hagar, he he's famous for having the Cabo Wabo yeah. brand. I can't drive fifty five. Is their shamelessness? So they. There is ah, no... Yeah. Uh, uh, in fact, ooh, my... Guar has, my, a, uh, Guar has something. 
believe oh, it or now, not. You know, now it's ta- it's now it's taken Guar. Yeah. Guar. Oh, well, just a real quick callback when I was talking about how the smell of the the sanitizer, which brought me back to spring break, the bar that I drank all the tequila at spring break in Cabo, where I got super sick, was Sammy Hagar's bar. Oh, there you go. All comes full circle. Okay, what does Guar have? Guar. It looks like it is a rye. It is a Catonic Creek Gragnarok. Interesting. Catoctin? Didn't the, the lead it's a yeah. Didn't the, the lead singer of Guar passed recently? Didn't he, he rest did, in peace? Yeah, like a year. It's like last year. Yeah. Um, that is. So wait, what is the rate? What is the 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 star power for Guar? Because I don't feel like most people uh, are all that familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because, you know, from our, unless you're super into whatever genre of metal that is, uh, is that thrash metal? I'm not even really sure what kind of metal that is. Um, unless you're familiar with them as that genre of music, most other people only know them from the movie Empire Records. Right. Which was a very funny funny cameo, for sure. But I that three even seems high, to be honest. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I did not know this, but uh, Bob Dylan has a whiskey. Did you know okay. this? Heaven's Door I whiskey. Ah, I did not. Uh, taste is an eight, though. So they're they're ranking it fairly Are, well. It was Star Power is what? A, Dylan's got to be ten. Yeah. yeah. Wait, I, I don't know if you can just scroll through it fast. Are any of these like shitty tastes? Because every taste you've just said is seven. Uh, six. Like, are, are, what would you? Okay. Like, are, is there like a one? Um, I'm, like just absolute. I garbage? haven't come to a one. I would let you know if I found one. Um. Crystal Head, uh, taste is a six for Crystal six for Crystal Head. Scotty Pippins got something. oh Scotty yeah he, he actually was doing the he was doing the rounds of the um the rate the sports shows uh, a couple months ago when he was uh yeah got fifth time for Levitard mentioning him he did an interview on Levitard where he was clearly drunk because he was he had been doing interviews all day and he was drink, sipping his bourbon while doing the interviews right by the time he got to Levitard he was just wasted uh we got Indigo Gin for Snoop Dogg. That's a five. That's the lowest I've seen so far. That you know what I it, I was about to bring Snoop up when we were talking about like the oversaturation of like people not getting tired of the rock. Snoop, nobody gets tired. Everybody sees, Snoop is like the most. Which what a what a not a heel revert. What is the reverse of a heel turn? Like when you go face from turn. villain to face turn, because you you know he he was on he was charged with murder. Yeah. He was on trial for second degree murder. And now he's the most lovable. Like you know, he's doing shows with Martha Stewart. Middle America loves him. He 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 hawks any product. Like what a what a crazy face turn. Um, but I did not know he had a booze. That's not surprising. But oh, it's just surprising. you know, it's oh, not just booze. That's... Come on now. Why would like, what's that? Sipping on gin on juice. I'm like, oh yeah. Ah, oh clever. Yeah. The um the other one that's huge now. Even just not only just the the celebrity owning the alcohol is now owning your own um. Uh, weed company yes yes, yes. like that is Oracle. huge because that is also huge business yeah okay oh here we go we got the uh bradshaw kentucky straight bourbon whiskey is the lowest one terry bradshaw uh, it's a taste of three Oof. Ouch. shamelessness Yikes. of 51.9 so i wish there was a way to cross-reference like what, oh. what they're scaling like is is their scale I, like? I wish there was a way to cross reference what a three is compared to in a non, you know, like a name brand. Like, is a three like a Evan Williams? You know, like Evan Williams is the the. I think you can figure out what the the grading system is purely on like if you enjoy like certain things, you'd be like, okay, I got an idea of what they're going with. Like, well, yeah, but I'm saying, but yeah, like if you know, so like Evan Williams is like the poor man's Jack Daniels. I, I would say so, like around there. Like we have, um, we have. The vodka like the, the sh- of Bethany Frankel is oh, a three. Okay, okay. Well, you know what? But I I don't know what her vodka is. But she skinny. she introduced us to the skinny girl. Yeah, it's a skinny. Um, it's a skinny. Well, skinny girl. Skinny girl. Which one? Because she had skinny girl. I I am very familiar with the skinny girl brand because the skinny girl margaritas were very good. Yes. Um. I just think it's. Uh. And she sold that company for like. Yeah, okay. tens and tens of millions of dollars. It might be hundreds of millions of dollars. Um, Just yeah. skinny girl vodka. Wait, 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 what is what is Bethany Frankel as far as name recognition? Because if you're not a reality fan, you probably have no idea. Uh, who she is. Star Power is a six. Okay, so that's that's you know that's up there. 
I mean, shoot, Robert De Niro has a vodka. Really? Yeah. They just huh. Channing Tatum has a vodka. Okay, now now we're just Kate now Hudson it's, has now, a vodka. Now it's now it's oversaturated. Blake Shelton like, has a vodka. See, that's surprising. Blake Shelton, Blake Shelton, Blake Shelton, Blake Shelton. Given where he's from, I would have totally guessed like a bourbon rye type thing, you know, situation. Not a not a vodka. Man, I'm just like Jason Aldean. Got a bourbon. <laughs> of course he does. Of uh, course, Conor McGregor. Yeah, we know about that. Oh well, his his is very very lucrative. Like that was a proper twelve. Yeah. I've never tried it. I've never actually seen. Well, I haven't been to a bar in a long long time, so I don't know how how much. Oh wait, well, what is, is he is he listed? Because what is his shamelessness? Because he's hawking that uh, thing TKL. everywhere. TKF. Yeah, yeah, he is. Star he power nine. That thing. I mean, like he he. You rarely see him do any sort of interview, even when he's promoting his fights. He's got like a bottle of proper twelve with him. Like he hawks that thing like it's nobody's business. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, okay. Well, that was a fun tangent down down I'd... drinking lane from from <laughs> from so one person who doesn't drink anymore and the other person who does very occasionally. Yeah, I know. Uh, and but... doesn't go out. Does not go out anywhere. Um, that was a very we've we've really gone gone all in on the drinking. I mean, yeah, um, it's just kind of like a, it's how the, the path took us. I'm like, I didn't even think we were going to be talking about this. I thought we were going to talk about cocaine and your Mount Rushmore. And, uh, yeah, that was, see, see, yeah. So I, on Twitter, I, I jokingly, see, it started as a joke where I just yeah. did the like, Mount, Mount Rushmore of songs about cocaine. And, um, I was clearly, the reason, you know, it was a joke is because one of the four was Ave Maria, which so I, th- I threw that one in the middle so people were like, okay, he's not serious. But then you look at you. You and a couple other people just jumped in with like, how could you miss this song? How could you miss this song? Um, for the record, my songs were, um, well, Cocaine by Eric Clapton. That seemed like a, a given. Um, uh, Can't Feel My Face by The Weeknd, which not everybody necessarily knows is about cocaine, but it's about cocaine. Yeah. Um, uh, lit up by Buck Cherry was, which was a little bit of a pull. If you know the song, you know the song. That's why but I was it, like, I have my issues with it. I was like, that's the one where I was like, eh, Buck Cherry should be on the list. Um, but no, you hear that song. That is a, that is a, that is a pump up song. That is a banger. I mean, the the chorus of the song is, I love the cocaine. I love the cocaine. Yeah. Um. Uh. See now, and then you threw in um. Which ones did you? Throw White in? lines. Uh, Grandmaster. Okay, Flash. white line. Yeah, that one. That that one. Clear miss. Uh, Lisa threw in Gold Dust Woman, which, to be perfectly fair, I forgot about. Um, I did take umbrage um, with you suggesting Casey Jones by uh, The Grateful Dead, right? Because not really about cocaine, and Casey Jones has been completely slandered by that song. I don't know if you're familiar with Casey Jones or if anybody's familiar with Casey Jones. Anyway, the song. Uh, the chorus is Casey uh, driving that train high on cocaine. Casey Jones, you better watch your speed. The real Casey Jones was a very, very famous um, um, train engineer who was who was famous for getting. He was never. He was always on time or ahead of time. That's why he was very famous. Like he was, you know, this was like in the uh, late eighteen hundreds. He, um, it's not that he was reckless in the way he he when he was driving the trains. He just was always on time. But he famously died in a in an accident because he he was trying to stop a runaway train that the run, it was not runaway by his doing it was just a runaway train that that he died trying to stop so he died in a horrible train explosion but he's a very famous train engineer but he was totally slandered by this this Grateful Dead song that had, that makes it sound like he was on cocaine. Uh. Yeah, you know. Now I got now I got that song stuck in my head. It's I, a very catchy song. It is a catchy it's song. Very, it's a very I, catchy I, song. So, um, you forget, but like, see, I but that, but that's not even my first name recognition for Casey Jones. Mine is always obviously Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh yes, 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 yes. Um, but yeah, so and, and I, you know, I'm sure there are. Pl- yeah, I know. I honestly, it was such a quick tweet that I only did the Mount Rushmore because I couldn't think of a fifth one off the top of my head. Again, the joke was throwing in Ave Maria. I know, I know what the joke I, was. Yeah. I got the joke, but I was like, if you're gonna throw one at like you know 
Like, if you were going to, like, okay. just say, get rid of cocaine, just because Clapton is just kind of, like, on the... Uh, uh, you know, that was uh, that would definitely cross my mind as soon as I typed it. I'm like, I don't want to give him the shine. Yeah. But you can't, you can't, you can't, can't argue. Not, really. You can't argue that there's any song more about cocaine than, than cocaine. cocaine by Eric Clapton. Uh, cocaine Blues by Bob Dylan would have been good. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Um, um, I'm just like... Uh, oh, no, co- no. Cocaine Blues was um, Johnny Cash. Oh, Bob Dylan did it as well. So, oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I what was it? I took a shot of cocaine, and I it basically it was about doing cocaine and killing somebody. Yeah. Okay. That that's uh, that is what I miss because that at least the cash version. I don't I don't love Bob Dylan. In fact, I don't like Bob Dylan. That's I like his songs, but his songs are always better when covered by somebody else because his yeah. His voice isn't for everybody. No, for being honest. no, he's really not. He's uh, just but a his very songs good are he's songs a great are lyricist, but you know, but like you know, I I like all along the Watchtower, far superior by Jimi Hendrix and Dave Matthews, to be honest. Um, you know, most of his songs are done better by other people, but he's a great writer. Like they're great songs. Um. I don't know where I was going with that, but yeah, and I'm sure I I mean it's shocking that I didn't. I mean, I'm sure all several Fleetwood Mac songs are about cocaine, given that band's history. Um, right. But Goldust Woman definitely. Again, it wasn't it wasn't a tweet that had a lot of thought put behind it, thrown behind it. Um, yeah, yeah. You know. it all works, man. Oh yeah, I, you know I, I, we did fall down this rabbit hole because I had a couple of things. Uh, also, wanted to bring up uh, yesterday was the birthday of Nintendo. The first Nintendo really? Entertainment System, Nintendo Entertainment System came out August uh, October nineteenth, nineteen eighty five. So it was the thirty sixth birthday oh. of the original NES system. God, which um yeah, God that was that was everything when we were kids. That was, I mean yeah, I'm I'm just thinking about it. I'm like you know when are you gonna make a like are you gonna make a money playing video games? And now you look at it like I could have if you. You know, had me oh, like God. 30 the, years the, later. The Wizard, which strangely enough, I've thought about quite often recently. I don't, oh, I think cause somebody mentioned Jenny Lewis and that made me think of it. And then I, then, um, I think, I, oh, because the kid from the, the Wizard, uh, like the, the kid, I was thinking of Little Big League, Little Luke Edwards. Does, neither, it's neither here nor there. But, um, yeah, that, I remember watching The Wizard when it came out being like, oh my God, you can actually like, they have video game competitions, and then at the time it was a novelty. It was like they they weren't that big. No, like, now it's just like I mean, lo- looking back, the Wizard was just a two hour commercial for Super Mario's three. Well, not really, but it was the big climactic ending. Power Glove, um, Power Glove. Don't forget that. Uh, Every how do you forget Lucas, the Power Glove? Lucas, Lucas with I had a Power Glove. That I, that shit was useless. It did nothing. It was cool. Yeah, looking, it didn't do anything. No, like it was useless. It was almost like. Um, that you remember the robot, Rob yeah, the yeah, robot. Yeah, yeah, that thing was useless too. I uh, it was it was used for one game. So I actually I had a friend who had game. one, a functioning one. I was like, what? Really? Like I only, I only saw photos of it. I never seen it in real life until it was like moved out here. Like, well, the Zap- I mean, the, frankly, the Zapper they didn't have that many. No, they had a few games for Zapper. I mean, obviously, Duck Hunt was the was the. They they had like a shoot 'em up alley type thing. They they had a, gun, a wild gunman, yeah, which was um, made famous again in um, Back, Back to the Future, Future Two. Yeah. Um, there were a few, but ob- and obviously wasn't that Jake Gyllenhaal? And uh, yeah, he was one of the he was, he was one, one of the, of the no, kids. It was, uh, it was Elijah Wood. I think Elijah it was both Wood of was them. The, was it? Oh, was he the other one? It could have been. I think so. I don't um, know. No, no, damn it! I know Elijah Wood <laughs> could, was. No, like you could be right. Uh, yeah. Um. Did you, they're making the Super Mario Brothers movie now with Chris Pratt playing Mario. Mm, um, yeah, I heard about Did you this. see how he, he stepped in it again? He, he just needs to stop talking. Because I, I like Chris Pratt a lot. Like, I, he's very personable. Like, in movies. I love, I love his, his characters. Like, he's, he's just a very charismatic actor. But every time he says something in real life, he just needs to stop talking. Like, he basically, when asked, when asked about how he's playing Mario in Super Mario Brothers, he said... Well, we're gonna we're we're trying to focus less on him being Italian because we wanted him to talk normal, like he actually used the term normal. 
Yeah. As 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 if having an Italian. Although, frankly, I don't think anybody wants to see Chris Pratt with a terrible Italian accent. No, hey, it's me. I'm audio. No, it's uh, you were you were right. It was Elijah Wood, and I'm like, I I was and Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm thinking like for some odd reason it was City Slickers that he was the kid in. He was the kid in City Slickers, yeah. But I was like, was it him too in that one? But nope, no, just Elijah Wood. Damn it. And then um, if we're going back to strange cameos, but going back to Lucas and um, the Wizard, it was um, what's his name. Uh, Maguire, um, Tobey Maguire, was Lucas's friend. He was he was uncredited, but it was a very young Tobey Maguire. Uh, and on that note, folks, that's the key. Yeah. That's the one where yeah. we we ended today, because that was actually a very quick hour, to be honest with you, Nate. It actually was, yeah. You know, we dove yeah. we dove into some weird deepness, but it was fun. It was good. Yeah, I, I had. I mean, you didn't get to t- you didn't get to rant about um, the Highway to Heaven. Um, no, boot, I did. Boot. I, I, Which, I left um, the teaser out for. I actually did a post. And we didn't even get to it. Uh, no, the uh, there was a, a crazy article about um, how test the auto driving Teslas keep running into black people. Oh, we should have done that in the beginning when we were doing yeah, the, the, no, we the race them. stuff. We missed our. We're... It's kind. Of, it's not funny, but it's it's bizarre, and it has nothing like. It, it's not what you would, why you would necessarily first think that it, they keep running into black people. Um, it's like the the AI behind the. It's just very weird. Yeah, it's a like whole facial they, recognition t- t- problems that have issues with. They keep run. They also keep running into ambulances because the the AI doesn't recognize black people in ambulances. It's very weird. That's a weird one. That's that's yeah. sad. Well, no. 